Coming up on InfoSec Sync, the U.S. Senate has a scathing review for national security agencies tasked with protecting Americans from attack. Also ahead, how researchers came to the rescue before information belonging to tens of millions of Americans was exploited. And there are no free lunches or Wi-Fi. The warning coming from the White House. Plus, Heartbreak Hotel, more on how a French hacker disrupted a guest stay using technology. So get ready to get in sync with InfoSec Sync. You're watching the InfoSec Sync Weekly News with Nick Thomas and news anchor Layla Gulen. Sponsored by Axelio. Threat detection and response done right. Axelio. Welcome to the InfoSec Sync Weekly News for week ending August 6, 2021. I'm Layla Gulen with your host, Nick Thomas. Good to see you. Good to see you, Layla. Busy week? Of course, as well. <laughs> well, it's been a busy week news-wise as well, so why don't we go ahead and get into it. A warning about threats to Kubernetes environments in a recent cybersecurity report. The National Security Agency and the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency also provided configuration guidance to minimize risk. Kubernetes is an open source system that automates the deployment, scaling, and management of applications run in containers. Kubernetes is commonly targeted for three reasons, data theft, computational power theft, or denial of service. Cyber attackers may also attempt to use Kubernetes to harness a network's underlying infrastructure for computational power for pur purposes such as cryptocurrency mining. The report details recommendations to harden Kubernetes systems to ensure the security of applications. System administrators should follow the guidance in cybersecurity technical reports to keep up with date in patches, updates, upgrades, and upgrades to minimize risk. Well, we're going to take a break. We'll be back after this word from our sponsor. Are you concerned the next news headline on a security breach includes your company name? In a recent IBM Cyber Report, 51% of all interviewed organizations reported a significant business disruption during the past two years due to a cybersecurity incident. While organizations using 50-plus security tools rank themselves lower in their ability to detect and respond to an attack, with the average security operation team using 70 tools. If more tools and data are not the answer, what can you do? Excelio works with you to optimize a threat detection and response solution to fit your environment to prevent tool and data overload. We leverage and optimize your existing infrastructure enhanced with the Excelio platform as necessary, utilizing open source solutions where applicable. And we work closely with you to deploy, configure, document, and educate your team. Excelio, let's create the right security solution for your environment. Welcome back. Chinese threat groups may have been behind a string of targeted attacks against Russian federal executive authorities last year. Their goal? Espionage. The latest research dives into a piece of computer virus called WebDAV-O that was detected in the intrusions. Cybersecurity researchers say they may have found similarities between the tool and that of popular Trojan called Blue Traveler. The Trojan is known to be connected to a Chinese threat group called Taskmasters and deployed in malicious activities with the aim of espionage and plundering confidential documents. Researchers say they mostly target state agencies, industrial facilities, military contractors and research institutes. And Nick, I'm just curious, is it unusual for 
two hacking powerhouses to target one another like this. You know, it's it's pretty funny that this happened. It, it it sounds like they were going after a target, and the target happened to be in, um, you know, Russia or whatever country they were going to, and that's what happened. Um, as far as them normally attacking each other, who knows? Anybody's guess, right? Anybody's guess, yeah. Well, moving on, a suspected Chinese threat actor has been linked to a series of at least 10 attacks targeting countries including Mongolia, Russia, Canada, and the U.S. The attacks occurred between January and July of this year. The process involves the deployment of a remote access trojan on infected systems. The malicious code comes with the capacity to download other malware. This puts affected victims at further risk, as well as perform file operations, exfiltrate sensitive data, and even delete itself from the compromised machine. The intrusions have been attributed to an advanced persistent threat named APT31, or FireEye, which is tracked by the cybersecurity community under monikers Zirconium, which is Microsoft, Judgment Panda, CrowdStrike and Bronze Vinewood SecureWorks. The espionage actor focuses on obtaining information that can provide the Chinese government and state-owned enterprises with political, economic, and military advantages. Fourteen vulnerabilities have been discovered affecting a commonly used TCP IP stack used in millions of operational technology devices. Used, uh, these devices are manufactured by some 200 vendors and deployed in manufacturing plants, power generation, water treatment, and critical infrastructure sectors. The shortcomings target niche stack and are being called InfraHalt. They potentially enable an attacker to achieve remote code execution, denial of service, information leak, TCP spoofing, and even DNS cache poisoning. Niche Stack is a closed source TCP IP stack for embedded systems that is designed to provide internet connectivity to industrial equipment. It's incorporated by major industrial automation vendors like Siemens, Emerson, Honeywell, Mitsubishi Electric, among others. All versions of Niche Stack before version 4.3 are vulnerable. The disclosures mark the sixth time security weaknesses have been identified in the protocol stacks that underpin millions of internet connected. Devices, goodness, Nick, I mean, this sounds pretty scary for those companies and beyond. Um, what could happen if an attack ever happened? So these are the things that we do not want to happen, such as uh, power outages, um, um, water, you know, lack of water, poisoning water, these little little niche things that, that can happen. Um, could just do tremendous danger to the entire nation, uh, such as our power grid or or our uh, water source. Yeah, very serious. Well, Mitsubishi was also the target of at least five vulnerabilities affecting its safety PLCs. The issues are focused on the authentication implementation of the Melsoft communication protocol. The Japanese manufacturing giant has devised a strategy to patch the issues. However, a cybersecurity firm says that software updates for safety PLCs or medical devices often take longer to deploy than other software products. Vendors must go through specific certification processes 
processes before patches can be released. Researchers discovered the vulnerabilities while researching Melsoft. It's a software used as a communication protocol by Mitsubishi Safety PLCs and corresponding engineering workstation software GX Work S3. They say once an attacker gains access to a system, they can then take measures to lock other users out, forcing the last-ditch option of physically shutting down the PLC to prevent further harm. Well, at least five major Southeast Asian telecom companies have become the targets of malicious activities linked to Chinese state interests. The series of attacks have been going on since 2017. Cyber analysts say the attackers behind these intrusions were working to gain and maintain continuous access to telecommunication providers and to facilitate cyber espionage by collecting sensitive information. They were also working to compromise high-profile business assets such as the billing servers that contain call detail record data as well as key network components such as the domain controllers, web servers, and Microsoft Exchange servers. The campaigns named Dead Ringer are linked to three different Chinese threat actors. Researchers say there isn't enough information at the moment to determine whether the clusters represent the work of three different threat actors working independently or whether they represent the work of three different teams operating on behalf of a single threat actor. A malware campaign dubbed Solar Marker is believed to be targeting healthcare and education sectors. A recent surge in credential harvesting and information theft activity appears to be conducted by a fairly sophisticated actor. Infections consist of multiple moving parts, including a .NET assembly module that serves as a system profile profiler and staging ground on the victim host. The command and control communications allow further malicious actions, including the deployment of information-stealing components. While one action allows the capability to steal personal data, credentials, and form submission values from the victim's Firefox and Google Chrome browsers, another acts as a keylogger to capture the user's keystrokes. Researchers believe the attacks have been active for nearly a year. Well, it's time for a break. When we return, two major data breaches affecting tens of millions of Americans. We'll be right back. InfoSec Sync is brought to you by Excelio. Excelio provides economic, end-to-end cybersecurity threat detection and response solutions designed for your team, environment, and security objectives, providing packet-level visibility across your network. Visit them on the web at Excelio.com. That's A-X-E-L-L-I-O.com. The personal information belonging to tens of millions of Americans was left open and exposed to the public Internet, according to some researchers. The security group says the database called Elasticsearch was left wide open during a routine research project. The database was traced back to a B2B sales and marketing company, one more lead, which claims on its unfinished website to have a database of millions of verified prospects. Personally identifiable information includes full names, job titles, personal email and home addresses, work email and office addresses, personal and work phone numbers, home IP addresses, and employer names. Researchers say cybercriminals could easily use this information to pursue financial fraud against everyone exposed. 
From there, attackers could use the information to build effective phishing campaigns, posing as a person's employer, the government, and other trusted organizations. Golly, I mean, that sounds like every bit of information belonging to one individual that was exposed. And I'm curious, are companies, good companies out there, constantly looking for these security holes all the time? You know, Layla, you are correct. Um, there are companies out there, look both good and bad, uh, looking to uh, plug security holes like this. And uh, luckily, these guys were doing security research, and they were one of the good guys that found it. So kudos to them. Kudos to them, indeed. Well, Solar Winds, Microsoft Exchange Server, Kaseya. All victims of major supply chain attacks over the past year. Experts say this is just the beginning. The COO of Corellium spoke with Black Hat's founder Jeff Moss about these attacks escalating and affecting larger vendors as soon as months from now. Experts say the relative impact of these high-profile attacks could have been much worse, but there will be more and could wreak extensive and widespread damage to more organizations if the attackers hit larger targets with massive customer bases. They also noted that the number of zero days being exploited in the wild is out of control. Supply chain also encompasses firmware, hardware, and GDP. GPS systems. Experts say the only way to minimize these supply chain attacks is for software platform vendors to fix the underlying technology. What do you think the solution is, Nick? <laughs> that, that's pretty funny they said that. So, yeah, we want it all fixed, right? Yeah. So one of the things um, that that's going on in the, D, in the DOD is the CMMC compliance. And one of those things uh, before you can do business with the government is to verify your uh, su- your supply chain and make sure they're secure. What are their what are they doing for uh, their security? You know, are they using firewalls? What kind of firewalls? What you know? What are they using Microsoft 365? What things are they using to secure your data before you can do business with the government? And um, I believe that's one of the uh, issues that uh, CISO is working with uh, the White House right now uh, to help secure uh, third parties. Okay, very good. Well, there's been a rise in stalkerware, and experts say the tech abuse problems goes beyond smartphones. Stalkerware as software is made available directly to individuals and enables a remote user to monitor the activities on another user's device without consent. Such software can be used to remotely monitor and eavesdrop on phone calls, SMS messaging, voice over IP applications, GPS location data, messaging, and social media apps. Stalkerware is usually installed through physical access to a handset. However, malicious SMS messages or phishing emails may also be the infection vector. Stalkerware is most common on Android mobile devices, whereas this form of malware is most often detected on jailbroken, unpatched, or older iOS handsets. Experts say using technology to intimidate, spy on, or abuse someone goes beyond mobile apps. Bluetooth possession trackers, shared social media accounts, and other smart technology like home security cameras, smart thermostats, and lights are also ripe for abuse. Anything, I guess, Nick, that is considered smart these days can easily have the stalkerware installed. Um, Is there any way for someone to check on these devices, to take them to someplace, to have a trusted person, third party, look at it and say, we've detected a problem here? 
So there are some companies that you can go to, and there is a website uh, called stopstalkerware.org that has the resources and information uh, for those companies you can contact um, in case you have any of these issues. Okay. And what would be some of the typical signs that perhaps your phone is being tracked or spied on? Um, so you might notice um, your, your battery going down, uh, you know, faster than, than normal or faster than usual. You might notice that your phone's hot and when it's not supposed to be hot. Um, make sure you turn off all the apps that aren't supposed to be running in the background. Anything else you don't want running in the background. You know, some people, when they get a phone, they just turn everything on and, and no, that's not, that's not what you need to do. So uh, that's just some of the things you can do. And yeah, if you have a problem, I would go to that website and check them out. Perfect. Thank you, Nick. Well, cyber intrusion is up by triple digits globally compared to last year. Everything from web shell activity to ransomware incidents and supply chain attacks have affected the U.S., the U.K., and Australia the most. Cybersecurity firm Accenture says the 125% increase mostly targeted consumer goods and services companies, followed by organizations in the manufacturing industry, banking, and hospitality. Researchers also found that there has been a rise in the number of backdoors droppers and credential stealers being used by cyber criminals in the first half of 2021. Federal employees are being warned to stay off public Wi-Fi. The Biden administration targeted all federal employees, including defense contractors and the 3.4 million uniformed civilian and reserve personnel serving in the military. Cybersecurity experts have long warned about the dangers of public Internet in coffee shops, airports, hotel rooms and similar venues. The National Security Agency warning was not prompted by any recent uptick in criminals or nation-state adversaries using public Internet to steal information or stage attacks. Instead, it appears to be part of a significantly accelerated government effort to raise awareness about a range of electronic vulnerabilities in recent months. One tip the NSA offered was to reboot a mobile device after using public Wi-Fi. Rebooting could hamper further loss of information if a mobile user was hacked on a public Wi-Fi system. Is there a safe way of logging on to a public Wi-Fi? Or when you find the Wi-Fi listed on your phone, is there one that should look trustworthy or are they all made to look trustworthy? The only Wi-Fi that I believe is trustworthy is your own Wi-Fi. So if you are if you are out and about, when you are connecting to the tower, you already have um, a connection to the tower that is that is secure, right? You can trust that connection. Um, if you are going to, if you have to connect to uh, a, a free Wi-Fi, if you have to, I would ensure that you're running antivirus on your phone and that you're using a VPN before you even connect to them so that everything's encrypted. And how do you do the uh, antivirus software on your phone? Um, you, you just uh, get the app from uh, whichever vendor, Norton, McAfee, or whichever one you prefer, and have that uh, installed. Of course, it's going to probably drain your battery as well, but at least you know that that's one of the apps that's draining the battery. Yes, good point. 
Their clients once boasted an impressive list, including Patron Tequila, Tiffany and & Company, and others. The now-defunct American marketing company Reindeer was recently the target of a data breach exposing customers' names, date of birth, email addresses, physical addresses, phone numbers, and more. Cyber researchers discovered a misconfigured Amazon S3 bucket belonging to Reindeer that contained more than 50,000 files and totaling 32 gigabytes of data. That was just on Amazon. The misconfigured S3 bucket also compromised the details of more than 300,000 customers from various Reindeer clients, Patron with the most customers' PIIs exposed. Experts say when it comes to PAAS services like S3, organizations must implement network-based access controls and apply security policies to protect against sensitive data exfiltration. These are accepted best practices in the security world, yet most organizations are not applying effective network security in the cloud. All right, it's time for a break. We'll be right back. Are you concerned the next news headline on a security breach includes your company name? In a recent IBM Cyber Report, 51% of all interviewed organizations reported a significant business disruption during the past two years due to a cybersecurity incident. While organizations using 50-plus security tools rank themselves lower in their ability to detect and respond to an attack, with the average security operation team using 70 tools. If more tools and data are not the answer, what can you do? Excelio works with you to optimize a threat detection and response solution to fit your environment to prevent tool and data overload. We leverage and optimize your existing infrastructure, enhanced with the Excelio platform as necessary, utilizing open source solutions where applicable. And we work closely with you to deploy, configure, document, and educate your team. Excelio, let's create the right security solution for your environment. Welcome back. The Biden administration backed off its idea of banning ransomware payments. After meetings with the private sector and cybersecurity experts, they decided that banning ransom payments could drive even more of that activity underground and losing the ability to disrupt it. Part of disruption efforts includes ongoing work to gain transparency into cryptocurrency networks, which have become a popular means of payment for cyber criminals. The White House is currently exploring solutions within existing authorities and regulations. So that's quite the about face by the administration. What are your thoughts on that, Nick? You know, I think uh, the administration had some time to talk with the private sector and realized, hey, um, this could be one you know, messing with the economy because there's insurance for that, right? And two, the companies want their information back, so they, they want to make the deals to get the information back uh, to keep doing business and get the customer data back. Mm-hmm, indeed. That's what I think happened. All right. Well, a Bureau of Cyber Statistics could be in the offing. The idea was initially proposed by Congress's bipartisan Cyberspace Solarium Commission and would require the Department of Homeland Security to collect, process, and analyze statistics relevant to cyber threats and cyber crimes. It would require organizations that provide incident response services or cyber insurance to report information every 180 days. National Cyber Director Chris Inglis says he is 
prioritizing the need for unity across federal agencies in order to implement the requirements of Biden's May executive order, reforming federal cybersecurity and improving private-public partnerships. The White House doesn't have an official policy on the creation of a bureau, but is entertaining the idea. The Kremlin isn't giving up or giving in to President Joe Biden's demand to crack down on cyber attacks. Risk IQ said in a recent report that it uncovered active hacking infrastructure attributed to the Russian SVR intelligence agency linked APT29 or Cozy Bear, which it used to try to steal COVID-19 research. Known as WellMess or WellMail, RiskIQ identified three dozen command and control servers serving WellMess that the company said were under APT29 control. Biden has been pressuring President Vladimir Putin to curtail malicious cyber activity originating in Russia. Biden says if the U.S. ends up in a shooting war with a major foreign power, it will most likely come in response to a cyber breach. The U.S. Senate has pointed out that federal protection from cyber threats have not improved in the last two years. Successful attacks and an 8% increase in attempted attacks against the U.S. government have been deemed a failure on the part of federal agencies. Russia-linked attackers were behind a 2020 breach against nine government agencies, while this year another campaign led by China-linked attackers compromised networks at multiple federal agencies by using a vulnerability in PulseConnect Secure. Critics also point out agencies consistently applying critical patches and operating unsupported legacy systems. The report calls on Congress to revise FISMA, to update best practices, require incident reporting, and formalize CISA's central role for cybersecurity in the federal government. Facebook shut down the accounts of researchers at New York University's Ad Observatory who were studying misinformation. The researchers argue that the social media giant shut down their access because they were focused on misleading political advertisements and vaccine misinformation. Researchers argue that they deserve special exemptions from Facebook's policies banning the automatic collection of data from the platform because it holds valuable insights into how the company influences democracy and social issues in the U.S. The action also cut off other researchers and journalists who were studying the way that Facebook amplified misinformation. The company claims the move was intended to protect user privacy, Facebook settled with the FTC for a record $5 billion in 2019 over alleged user privacy violations. As part of the agreement, the FTC requires Facebook to certify third-party use of user data. This isn't Facebook's first data scandal this year. Earlier this year, personal information of more than 500 million Facebook users was leaked online after an unknown party scraped them using a now-fixed vulnerability. Facebook never notified users whose data was scraped. Nick, should Facebook be more cooperative with academic institutions like this particular case? I believe they should be working hand-in-hand hand with the, the institutions in this case. It, I think it's ridiculous that they're saying it's, it's user privacy. They have tons of money. They should be putting their own efforts into, into this, and I, I believe they should be following in, in um, the footsteps of the researchers that are doing this and, and do it themselves and, and put a report out. Transparency, right? Right, transparency, absolutely. Yeah. Well, finally, no rest for the weary traveler. Next time you stay at a capsule hotel, 
buyer beware. These popular Japanese-style budget accommodations that pack guests into a tiny adjoining room, not much bigger than their bodies, can easily be hacked. As demonstrated by a French national at the Black Hat Hacker Conference, he found a dozen vulnerabilities that allow the controls to get hijacked. Everything from the lights to ventilation and even the beds that convert to a couch could get manipulated. These controls are designed to be managed by network systems linked to an iPod Touch given to every guest. The hacker was able to use his powers against an unruly guest after being kept up late night by chit-chat. He used a script from a laptop to turn his target's lights on every two hours and repeatedly converted his bed into a couch in the middle of the night. Wow. That was pretty clever. That's a funny that's story. That's pretty funny, yeah. That's some, that's some good stuff there. He, he, it he, really he, is. But when we're talking about hacking into things, we're so focused on PCs and, and non-Apple products, but obviously he was able to do this with an Apple product. So it, it seems uh, somehow he got into uh, the iPod controls and, and was able to do this from his, his laptop. So not sure how he was able to do that. I wasn't able to go to Black Hat this year. Um but very interesting story. Yes, it is a very interesting story. Yeah. And, and on that note, going to Black Hat, what is that environment like? It sounds really interesting. So the Black Hat environment um, is a lot of companies, a lot of people getting together to talk about uh, the latest uh, high threats and the latest gear coming out. And then uh, right after that, I think starting today or tomorrow is DEF CON which is the hacker convention of the year uh, where a lot more stuff comes out there, a lot more things to uh, play with in Vegas. Sounds like a lot of brain cells yeah. all in one place. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Nick. Well, thank you so much. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for watching. On behalf of Nick and myself, you are now in sync with InfoSec Sync. We'll see you next week. Are you concerned the next news headline on a security breach includes your company name? In a recent IBM Cyber Report, 51% of all interviewed organizations reported a significant business disruption during the past two years due to a cybersecurity incident. While organizations using 50-plus security tools rank themselves lower in their ability to detect and respond to an attack, with the average security operation team using 70 tools. If more tools and data are not the answer, what can you do? Excelio works with you to optimize a threat detection and response solution to fit your environment to prevent tool and data overload. We leverage and optimize your existing infrastructure enhanced with the Excelio platform as necessary, utilizing open source solutions where applicable. And we work closely with you to deploy, configure, document, and educate your team. Excelio, let's create the right security solution for your environment.